So it is my great honor to introduce my guest today. Um, I had one of the more beautiful and holy experiences this weekend. Um, I got to meet five different families um, that are here in Nashville that have come from Afghanistan. Uh, we have a community of over 300, almost upwards of 400 um, Afghan men, women, and children that are living in our city here in Nashville. As you know, Afghanistan fell to the Taliban in August, and it was um, one of the more devastating and chaotic um, months and continues to be in Afghanistan now. Uh, Nashville has opened um, their arms wide to men and women and children. Uh, I met some of the most beautiful lights this past weekend. Um, I went into five different families and I met their children and their wives and their husbands. And what I can tell you is they have come to Nashville with nothing. They are starting completely over their lives. Um, many of them, most of their families remain in Afghanistan. And so it has become the, a gift, truly a gift to uh, connect with these Afghan families. And what I can tell you is there is so, um, there's so much to give and there's also so many gifts um, when you interact and you connect with the Afghan community. Uh, such beautiful uh, spirits. And so I would love to introduce you to what Weiss has called oh, nice. an angel living here on this earth. And I've just, Katie, her name is Katie Finn. She runs the Tennessee Res Resettlement Agency here in Nashville. And Katie, I'm going to let you tell everybody what you're doing and sure. this miraculous work. And then Weiss, who, Weiss, you came to Nashville in September? Yes. In September, September with yeah. your two children. Yes. And, um, and so Weiss is going to tell us about his story and what it's like to be here in Nashville and what it was like to come here from Afghanistan. But first, maybe, Katie, you'd like to kind of set the scene for us. Um, talk a little bit about um, what the last six months have been like, what um, you're doing right now, and then at the end, maybe we can talk together about what we can all do um, to welcome the Afghan community and really open our arms and show them love. And then we're excited to hear about your story, Weiss. Thank you very much. Thanks, Farrell, for the welcome and the great introduction. Um, I think you touched on a lot of important notes that what happened to Afghanistan was so devastating and the courage and the bravery that our Afghan allies faced to get here was just one step in this continued journey of challenges for them. Um, I'm sure, Weiss, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when you arrive, there is a sense of relief, but it is quite short-lived because the obstacles that they face in their resettlement process and their assimilation and getting used to life in America it's practical problems, but it's also a lot of emotional strain and worries for the future. Um, because, I mean, Weiss, you can correct me, but basically you showed up in America with just yes. the clothes on your back. Yes. And so I think we, we forget all of these um, systems that we have in place, our, our, our families, totally. you know, our, our um, churches and our mosques, our religious communities that support yes. us. 
uh, a place to live, our kids in schools, our doctors, our dentists, all mm -hmm. the things that were set up, your life, yes. the life that you had in Afghanistan, that is over and you are starting from scratch. Literally, you came yes. with just your clothes and you're yeah. starting from scratch mm -hmm. yeah. here in America. Mm -hmm. yes. There are a lot of support systems I think we take for granted and they don't have those right now. Mm -hmm. The way that the apparatus is set up to work when you're resettling refugees in the United States is a resettlement agency. We call them RAs mm -hmm. and they're federally funded to receive refugees and place them in housing and jobs and get them signed up for benefits, federal benefits, and um, make sure that they are assimilated as Katie, much as can, they real can. Real quick, can you, yeah. can you go ahead and tell us how it happened that the Afghan community even got to come here in the first place? It's a tough- you said refugee, and yeah. so can you help say why America why said, yes, sure. please come, make your, make your home here in America? Well, Many people who are connected to the American military in Afghanistan are now targets from the Taliban. And we are hearing reports coming out of Afghanistan of tortures, beatings, and murders of people that worked with the U.S. Army. The military worked for American companies like Weiss that supported the military, worked mm -hmm. for the U.N. or other embassies. And they only had one choice, and that was to flee for their lives. Nashville was lucky enough, and I say lucky because we're just so thrilled to have them yes. to get 500, but that's not the end. They're going to be evacuating and resettling Afghans in the U.S. through 2024. And that means that whatever systems we put in place now to welcome them, we got to get really good at them because mm -hmm. they are going to be more and more people. And we already have a lot of people we're trying to support that didn't receive the services that they actually require to set down roots and thrive here. But we should also say that the Afghan community that is here in America, they're here because they supported, they risked their lives, they risked their families' lives, um, put themselves in danger to support our American citizens, soldiers, healthcare workers, UN workers, daily put their lives in danger yeah. to support Americans, which is why America said, we want to bring you here to safety. We want you yeah. to have a new home here because we know what you did for us. Right. It's worth remembering that these people are here on merit. That they... Uh, say that again. They are. They are here on merit. They really... And their heroism. They are, he they are heroes in their, in their own way, but they are heroes as a collective group because they are the manifestation of this courage that it takes to flee your homeland and go into this great unknown but we should never belittle or undermine the sacrifices that they made and continue to make because of their service to our country to make sure that our men and women were safe, to make sure that our companies were able to work and try to create sustainable development in Afghanistan. I mean, the U.S.'s intentions in Afghanistan are not wholly known, but what we did try to establish is a country that was perpetually successful, Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people, likewise, professionals that work to that end. And because of that connection, or they, or they were in, in higher education, or they're women who spoke English very well, or they had relatives living in the U.S. There's a myriad of things that made them a target. Mm -hmm. The point is that they didn't do anything to deserve the treatment that they're getting from the Taliban. Well, and I don't think that um, we in America can even understand what it's like to the fear for your daily life, 
in the life of your children, getting food, all of the things that once the Taliban took over, I mean, all of that was taken away. Mm -hmm. Your safety, your security, your health, everything. Yeah. And I think that the people that are here in Nashville are the lucky ones because we mm -hmm. are seeing this downfall of your country and people that you love are there. And there are hundreds of thousands of people there suffering now that were also promised safety and refuge by the U.S. These are SIV holders, special interest visa holders. Mm -hmm. These are people that the U.S. government said, we know that you're going to be in trouble if we leave you here, so right. we won't leave you. Because they're on a Taliban hit list. Yes. Right. But they did leave. There's 35,000 SIV holders still in Afghanistan now, living in safe houses, having to move around from place to place, struggling with a lot of food insecurity. And if they're spotted out, well, it's not a good sign. Well, and maybe why she could talk a little bit about what it was like, that chaotic moment of people trying to escape the city. Um, I know from just my experience this past weekend, um, Nori, who is 21 years old, his father worked for the American government for 35 years, and he was on the Taliban hit list. He was going to the airport, and he was shot by one of the Taliban, and he did not make it. He's still in Afghanistan, mm -hmm. moving from house to house because he is on a list, but his two sons did make it. Mm -hmm. Devastating, though, that they're here and their family isn't. Um, but will you talk a little bit about your story, uh, what it was like leaving your country, and then maybe what it's like now to be here? Okay, thank you. I never expected that our governments, our governments will go over, like, finished. That but the Afghan government yes, would fall. Yes, yes. fall, but... Uh, Thank God I made it, I came here. So it was thank from the military, American military, from Air Force, from Army, from Marine, for all militaries. So the American so, military, you're yes, thanking them. Yes, they support them. Yeah. all Afghans, you know. They did a lot of good things, you know. They, they, they did like, so for example, for me, so I left my house at midnight, right, because I received a call, I supposed to leave my house, I go somewhere else, I hide for a couple of days. So then I got a chance. I came to the barn compound. So I saw some militaries, American militaries. You know, I just go and show my documents to them. And they said, like, OK, how many families you are? I said, like, because there's five families with me, I supposed to translate for them also, because some of them can speak English. Right. So I saw the two Marine soldiers. You know, they were like angel. So when they checked my documents and everything, so he said, like, OK. Let's make a line. Then I made a line, so I was in the first of the line. So everybody's follow us, and we go to the Ichkaya. We called Ichkaya. It was close to the airport. So we arrive at the gate. You know, the gate like some of the other militaries opened the gate. So we came to the Ichkaya. We like we went to the airport. After that. We stayed like a couple hours, then we saw a lot of thousand, thousand families where some of them go to Canada, some of them go to England, some of them go to US. So lucky I'm just get here. You came to America. <laughs> so that all support by Air Force, you know, the Marine, the Army. So we flew we were in the plane like eight hundred people in the plane, military plane. Eight hundred people yes. in the plane. We, the first flight was... And you came with your two children? Yes, I came with my wife and two children and the five family that, that were In the group with, with you, okay. Yes. So the first flight was to quiet. So it was very hot, quiet, you know, the first day. So I spent like a couple hours, like it was like 10 o'clock, the military came again, this, okay, we're gonna 
everybody's supposed to go to the Germany. And they bring us to the Germany. There was a big hunger. So like thousand family were there. So yes, I spent like 10 days over there with the other families that they were with me. So after that, we got another flight. We came to the um, DC. After DC, we came to the Indiana. It was army base. It was a good place, you know, thank you. Army, army did a lot of good stuff, you know, because nobody was ready for this. So people need a lot of stuff. For example, I just came with one clothes. I just have it with me. I just, all the time, I just look at Just the that. clothes on your back, yeah, what I you were wearing. Myself, like, yeah. Yes, I have, I had a small bag and couple, like each of my kids have one pair of clothes because we cannot grab anything. Because you rushed out yeah, at midnight, it was, right? it was late and we're supposed to be ready. So luckily we spent And Weiss, like, where did you work? Uh, I work in Baron, Baron Hotel, Baron Compound. Yes. And you were a translator? No, my first job was um, I work as an administration officer. Yes. Okay. For an American company? Yes, for, for an American, American company, company. yes. Okay. Yes. I work over there a couple, but it's like 10 years I just work with Americans. Yes, I worked like in different positions. I was housekeeping supervisor, after that I was general cashier. After gen general cashier, I just, they moved me to another place, like as an admin, so I did this all. So you were telling us though, so you, you flew from Afghanistan to yes. Kuwait, from Kuwait to Germany, from to Germany. Germany to Washington, from Washington to Indiana, Indiana, and then Indiana to Nashville. Yeah, I love Nashville. I love people. You so love Nashville. People, I'm, I'm, I want to be honest, when I came to Nashville, I was the first refugee in the plane with my kids to come in Nashville. But the, the lady, she was like working in a, in a plane. Stewart, I think. Mm -hmm. Stewardess, yeah. Stewart. She came to me and said, you look different where you came. I said, I'm a refugee. I came from Afghanistan. And she, she told me, like, most welcome. Nice and she one. got my email, my phone number. So she told me, like, if you need anything, please let us know. Then I will call you. Like, so I'm very happy. People are so nice here. And Kitty Jan, you know, she's really famous. And she's like Angel. She is all the time around. Yes. She's helping a lot of families. Anything family needs, she can provide it. Yes, every week we have a box of food for the families, like mm -hmm. by TRA, you know. Mm -hmm. Every family is getting from the TRA, like shoes, clothes, food, yeah. anything they need, you know, they're receiving there. Because basically, you're yes. starting completely over. So you yeah. had a job and a profession and you yes. had your family. And so you've come to America with just your clothes. And I don't think people realize like you have to get a house, a driver's license, yes. a car, a job, your kids in school, clothes, place of worship. Yeah. Yes. Now I'm settling, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. if we're, we're starting from the yes. very beginning. Yeah, it's... And the wonderful thing is, is that you're going to make your home here. Yes. And so we're, we're, you're going to have a beautiful life here. Thank and your you very family much. Is. I have, and I feel people are really good around, you know. I'm really happy. So um, I think we should go back, Katie, to, um, you know, we've established that we have, what, you said 400? It'll be, it's 425. Five right now. But it will increase. It'll increase. So will you tell us exactly what your agency does sure. every single week? Sure. Because I know you are 
you are working yeah. like the road runner at every minute. <laughs> what I said, do? I told a friend, I was like, Katie is connecting the dots for goodness Thanks at for every minute. That. Thanks for saying that. I don't know if you even sleep. But anyway, she that's is true. our angel, yeah, that's and she's yeah, the that's angel true. of the African community, but she's also the angel of the Nashville community because she's connecting us, and that's a beautiful thing. Sometimes I ask it's her what pleasure. time you go to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't sleep. Well, she's okay. working hard. Yeah. When but, you love what you do, yes. it's, it's easy to work. Right. You yeah. enjoy and you, you enjoy oh, and it. One yeah. of the things that Katie has said is just that she's fallen in love with the African community. Yeah. Their food people, customs, everything that everything. You, yes. you've fallen in love. Everything. And, yeah. um, okay, so tell me, on a weekly basis, sure. what are y'all doing? Well, TRA and our name, our full name is Tennessee Resettlement Aid. We are an aid organization, a direct aid organization, which is something different than the resettlement agencies. Um, we've never really needed aid, as in food and clothes and home goods, to refugees before because the resettlement agencies were always able to sustain the need, except when you get 500 people at once. Right. Nobody can it's do overwhelming. that. Nobody it's overwhelming. Right. The system just was not prepared. Because this is the largest American effort to resettle in our history in to resettle Even more refugees. so than Vietnam, even more so than Cuba in the 70s. I mean, mm -hmm. we just have never faced anything like this. Mm -hmm. So it really takes a community to come together, to welcome them, to provide all the services that they need, and to help fill in the gaps, which is what TRA does. TRA is, I like to say, very small, very young, and very poor. So we do a really good job of plugging into other organizations and community organizations and partnerships and churches and mosques that want to come underneath us and help us provide the aid. Because right now it's pretty much been word of mouth. So I mean, I heard from my mother-in-law, yeah. thank goodness, she yeah. got involved and so she told me about y'all. Um, and so it's about, we're, we're just trying to get the word out and start connecting people. Yeah, because we really need the help. We really have, so we have a lot of problems, some that can be divided into right now problems mm -hmm. and then future problems. And the right now problems we, we were seeing that have, that have stabilized a bit because we've worked so hard is the food insecurity. Um, that was an issue when we would come into people's houses and they would not have enough food for two or three days. No, my mother-in-law said that one family subsisted on, on just potatoes for three weeks. It's here in Nashville. ridiculous yeah. that these people have given so much to us and they've come here with the, all of the hope that we provided them for a good future and they're starting off on the wrong foot. Right. And that's just not, there's no excuse for that kind of treatment, especially for people who've sacrificed. So, or for anybody for that matter. Um, so TRA addressed that immediately. We work with the branch of Nashville, which is a food pantry on, in South Nashville, and they provide USDA boxes for us. And we fill the boxes with halal meat, which is special meat that Muslims eat, and Afghani bread, yes. which they can't get enough of. I mean, it's just because there's little luxurious things like the bread, but it's a taste of honey I have for some them. Afghani yes. bread in my car. It's Don't yes. let me forget. You I'll give it to you. you. Yes. You're addicted. Yeah, you make sure you give it to Wise. Don't take it home. For I'll, uh, yeah, I always I'll give it to Wise. <laughs> I'll give it to but, you, Wise. Yeah, so the food problem really had to be addressed, and we feed 400 people a week with food. We do. So each family is getting a box yeah. every single. And I know Monday. my family went out and we did food this past weekend mm -hmm. to five different families. Yeah. Um, we do supplementary food as well. So we have urgent food boxes that go out every afternoon, and those are people that call us immediately and say, hey, we're running out. The potatoes, 
right? If right. They, they, we want to know about those folks so that right. we can bring them into the fold. Or it's the caseworkers that say, look, I'm just not going to have time to get to this family. Can you please reach them? And that's great that we're working with the agencies to help them. Because, because we have help. to say they, nobody has cars to yeah. even drive themselves to get to a grocery yeah. store. And um, where, where everybody is, everybody's spread out all over Nashville. Yeah. And in some cases, apartments and houses are really not in areas where you could walk to a grocery store. Not at all. So yeah. Not at all. So we try to provide bikes. We've given out 60 bikes, and that's great, except biking home with your groceries is really, yeah, hard. really hard. And then if you don't have any money, <laughs> mm -hmm. a bike is not going to get you food. So we always have to come in and we're trying to supplement with gift cards and Kroger cards so that people who don't have their benefits yet. Well, and listen, or, I just went online because I got a text from a family yesterday that said we, we don't have anything. And so I just went online, put in what she, what she requested, and then had it delivered. Yep. It's which easy is as that. easy as pie. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and got... But like they, household decor, household yeah. cleaning supplies, yeah. baby supplies, yeah. all of those things cribs. that they, they can't buy with their food stamps, mm -hmm. and they have to have them. Like I don't know what parents and mothers are doing without formula or diapers. So right. we work with mother to mother to provide donations of diapers. Oh, and we, our church has and got tons launched. and tons yeah. of formula. Came with a formula, formula and diaper wipes. And, and we yes. have to have it for them. And, and we we're going to have a lot delivery. of babies, as you've told me, that are going to be born in America yes. in the next four months, new right? Seasons. Four or five. Yeah. yeah. We've got new babies we're coming. We're excited about it. Which is very exciting. Yes. yes. Yeah. We're just trying our best to fill in the gaps of the things that they need right now to stabilize them. But we have to do so with the expectation that other problems are going to pop up. And they already have started to. We have a, many families that are just, headed by women, that the families were separated, whether at the airport or the husband went to a different country or the husband and some kids had to stay back in Afghanistan. These women, they don't have, let's say, professional English. experience, yes. yeah, marketable skills, English. And mm -hmm. they have a lot of young children. Yes. And Which is the experience I had this past weekend. Yeah, I, I got yeah. to meet a they lovely really woman who she got separated from her family and she yeah. just got here with one child out of her five children. And she's by herself. The child's not in school. She's not working. Um, so that she yeah. feels like there's a lot of steps that are going to have to happen for her to oh, totally. really have a foundation here. Many steps that we're, TRA is willing to take those steps with her to make sure that our approach is very holistic. So we're changing from immediate aid to more services, that enrichment services that yes. make sure that they thrive. We're here with them. If it takes three years, if it takes five years, if it takes 10 years, we're here with they them. They need the support. They're gonna need it. Such a beautiful ministry. Yeah. We're trying our best, Beryl, thanks. Yes, it <laughs> it's, is, it's it is. It's very challenging. Well, and I, I guess over the last two weeks where I've just gotten connected with y'all, it was all kind of just, esoteric. I, we talked on the phone and, and I did the drive for the baby supplies, but it wasn't until this weekend where I took my five children and we actually were invited into five different homes. And I told you before my love language is food and cooking for people. And I was bringing food to these beautiful families and every single one of them wanted to feed me. It's amazing. I, I, I got a, a beautiful, beautiful platter that could have fed like 20 people. <laughs> it's an Afghan. It's, and it it's was Afghan for me away. with That's a fork. And it was, it was delicious. And yeah. the house smelled beautiful yeah. that I instantly was like, these are my people. Yeah. 
I love the, the hospitality that they were showing me when I was there to show them hospitality blew me away. It made me feel like, okay, maybe goodness will prevail in yep. this world. And it will. that kindness is something that really is happening around us and love. And I love that the yeah. stewardess was gave you her, her phone number to reach out to you, that people are really good. And so I go back to this idea. So we have 400 heroes that have arrived on our American soil and we can welcome them, open arms, and, and help them build a brand new life. Yeah. And I think that that starts, and we've talked about this, and we're going to kind of flesh it out over the coming weeks, of matching families. Mm -hmm. So American families with Afghan families, and one, making sure that the basic needs are met on a weekly basis, but then also that they would feel like they had a family that had their back. Right, that, that's gonna help them like take the steps of getting their children in schools, you know, finding jobs, getting a car, getting their driver's license, finding a place to worship, um, all of the things that will make it feel like maybe America could be home. Yeah. It's right. A I have a mentor, Linda, right? Oh yeah, tell us about your she mentor. She's really nice. She's all the time, you know, she's keeping calling and what you need wise. And she's she did a lot of stuff like brought me a lot of stuff. I think she, she introduced to me by Kitty John or, and yeah, also Mrs. Pat. Uh, they're really good. And so what, Weiss? They just, they call and check in and say, all right, Weiss, how are, how's how your are you wife? Feeling? How what are you, you feeling? So how are the kids? Are you settling? What so, can I bring you? Yes, what do you what need? what can I bring you? What you need? And they always keep calling and checking. Like if I have appointment to the doctors, you know, they just take me over there and bring me nicely, safely, you know, and like, like a family. So I really love that. One thing that I, I kind of just really blew me away was the gratitude that, they're, that every single person that I met is so grateful to be here yes. and really believe that, that a new narrative of hope is possible, that they're here now. Um, and, I, and I don't want to take it lightly that y'all all have family yeah. and friends and people that you cross paths with in Afghanistan and, and, and shared life with that are still there. And so not only do we pray for them, but we also reserve the hope that one day yes. that y'all will be joined and y'all will be here. I hope and so that. that's a whole nother front we're working on. Yep. Um, and I will say that my husband reached out to some special force, American special forces and not only did they say everything that we've just said, these are the most heroic, the kindest people, um, but that also that they want to figure out ways to bring your family and your friends yes. here too. Because I know that they're living under really dire circumstances, uh, daily afraid for their lives, daily afraid for food. And, um, and so that's a whole nother effort. Yeah, we're looking that way too. I mean, it's... We can feed everybody and clothe everybody, but if their loved ones are there and not thriving in their lives, they're going to walk around with a broken heart. A broken heart. So that is a, a, a huge challenge that TRA, as small as we are, as ambitious as we are, we want to stabilize everyone here, but yes. we don't want to forget about the people that are just as deserving of our attention right. and our help there. There's a lot of them. 
So, I mean, the hope is that y'all will have the same experience that I got to have this past weekend, which was, which was life-changing for me. It was life-changing for my husband. It was life-changing for my children. I took my, I guess, my 17-year-old all the way down to my five-year-old, and, and everybody was so moved and so touched. And, um, and so I want everybody else to get to experience what I, what I got to experience, which means that we make friendships and we create community and we become friends Yes. and we do life together yes. here in America. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't know if you wanted to speak on any of the cultural differences or the traditions and things yeah. that we should honor and, and respect yeah. when we do engage with each other and we break bread together. Right. Or for me, it was lamb and, and beautiful saffron rice. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. <clears throat> yeah, I think, well, that point, um, whenever you do meet a family, make sure you are hungry. hungry. Make sure you haven't eaten anything all day. And, and drink all of the tea because you would never want to offend them by not finishing up the tea. Yes. <laughs> okay, so is that is that that's something? Is yeah, been, it's now what kind of tea is it? Is it mint tea? It's green tea. Green tea. It's a green tea. Some of them. Some of them black. Afghans they love tea. Yeah. So is that like a that's like a friendship tea, builder is sharing yes. tea together. Totally. So yes. that's hospitality, yes. sharing yeah. tea. That's our our culture, you know. Yeah. We love our gates. So if you come to my house or when you come yes. to my house, wise, yeah. I would serve you tea. Yeah. And beautiful dates, I love and apricots, and yes. five different kinds of oh, nuts. Oh, let's talk food. Keep yeah. it going. Yeah, that's what dates we do. Dates and apricots and nuts and yes. and tea and sugar and honey, honey and all the things. Everything. And then as soon as you walk in, someone's mother will be bustling in the kitchen making a meal that you cannot yes. decline. <laughs> you know, so you'll, you're there for five minutes and you're already smelling something cooking. And you think, okay, I guess I'm going to be here for an hour. And it's great. You just never you never regret a minute of it, of yes. course. But they are just the most giving, hospitable people. So, yeah, so if you go visit, prepare to eat. Prepare to eat. Which is wonderful. Prepare yes. to eat and stay with them and, and just enjoy who they are. Yeah. And they all have incredible stories. Um, something we have to get over sometimes is this expectation of English. Because everybody that we know speaks perfect English like us. I can't tell you how many rewarding and um, just interesting friendships that I've made with people who don't speak one word of English. So don't be intimidated if your family doesn't speak any English. Well, and we love Google Translate. Yes. yes we right? Do. We yes. love Google Translate. So we can yes. do that on WhatsApp. Yeah. We can do that on our when we're having conversations. Yeah. And there's so many things that translate beyond words. I mean, just <clears throat> yes. like little jokes or winks or smiles. And you can get it. You know right. what everybody yeah. is saying. You don't really need it as much as you think you do. No. So we just encourage everybody to just laugh and tell a joke. And if it's funny in your language, it's probably going to be funny in the way that you act. Funny and everybody will enjoy. Are there any other traditions or um, that we should know? Just yeah. so we're just wonderful hospitality. And in a more practical sense, we have to respect their culture and yes. their religion. And okay. Islam is very important to them. I would say it's and a the tenet of their lives. the only thing that I love here, you know, nobody's scared about your religion. Everybody's a human. Right. So I love that. Nobody tells us anything about our religious, you know. People come to your house and they're asking you what you need. Yes. Yeah. All Afghans love this. And we, I love that. Yes. yes. Yeah, we would never try yes. to bring Weiss over to our beliefs. Yes. I think... It, it, 
a respectful inquiry if you wanted to talk about Islam and ask questions about Christianity among friends when you already have that relationship of mm -hmm. trust. If that comes, then it comes because that can be a very good bonding experience. But generally, we want them to feel like their culture is protected mm -hmm. and they can and worship their God yes. and their, in their yes. own way the way that they want to. And we would never want to overstep that. So Which I think thank God for America, because yes. yeah. that is true. Yeah. And we all get to believe and yes. worship. And um, I will say of the families, every single one of them before I left said they were going to pray for me. Yeah. I mean, I, they will. yeah, I, I'm going to pray for them. But knowing that they're praying for me is, I don't know. I, I love your people. Thank yeah. you very much. And I want you to, to you. have a home here. And I want you to feel... Um, like you were loved and cherished and seen and that you, that, that the world is open to you and that all things are possible. Thank you. And um, I always talk about, you know, you pass the baton of hope. It's in a relay race. And I don't know if you know, you pass the baton and someone's running around the race. And, and in our lives, there are going to be different times where we're passing and there are going to be different times when we're receiving. And so maybe you're receiving the hope right now and you're receiving the gifts because you'll be giving it around the track at some point. Totally. And so, um, well, Weiss does a lot already. Weiss is a huge help for TRA in the community. So he translates at any time of the night or the day. He's there to help. He always tells us, Katie John, this family just moved in. They need a lot of help and we rush right over and help. I mean, he is a leader in his community and it's because of his character. I mean, and they're like, trusted. I want you to go out with me <laughs> so that you can help pleasure. me. You're going to have to get in the schedule. Yes. Weiss well, I'm has sure a, he's, has a few fans. I hear you're very popular, Weiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's but, muchly loved. Oh, I know. Yeah. You're very beloved. When I go, sometimes I'm just like, like, how? I know some people from Afghanistan that they came here. Some of my friends already here, you know. When I go, like, I never, you know, Umid family? Mm -hmm. So when I go, I'm like, oh, oh this is Umid. What are you doing here? Like. People you knew from oh, Afghanistan yes. that are yes. now in Nashville. I used to teach English in Afghanistan, you know, a little bit. I saw three of my students in Nashville. Isn't that They're wild? Leaving, That's so leaving cool. Yeah, yeah. God is good. You know that we have these little nudges. Maybe they needed you. Of connection. Yeah. I saw some of them. I'm really happy that they are here, you know, they are safe, you yeah. know. Well, I laugh, um, Wise, because, I, you know, I have six children, which in America that feels like you have a lot of kids <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you have six children. And, and so I got to meet the family and how do you pronounce their? The Nakadars. Nakadar yeah. family. Nakadar. And I knocked on the door and opened it up, and it was like <laughs> 14 children. Yeah. It was the wildest, most beautiful thing. Yes. But I was like, 14. I've definitely, yeah. they've given me a run so for my money. 14, a family yeah, of 14. Yeah, 14 children. Well, that it brings up a really good point, which is they're going to struggle a lot more than, say, Weiss's family in mm -hmm. some ways because he has two sons and his English is quite good and he has a lot of professional history. Right. But folks like Mr. Nakarad who don't speak any English or his wife and all of those children living in America in a house with a mortgage of $3,500 a month, believe it, we have to start looking at what the future is going to be for that family. And help them lay out the future. Because right. at the end of the day, once they leave the resettlement agency, once they leave the federal program, they are 
in yes. our hands. And they need a big house and a big rent. And a big rent and a big car and a lot of food. Yeah. So, but but African families them. are large, yes. right? That is, yes. yeah. Because Saeed, when we walked in and, and my kids were just trailing in through the door, he was like, oh my gosh, you're like an Afghan yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes. Well, um, is there anything you could leave us with? A little word of hope, Katie? Mm -hmm. Or wise? I have so many words of hope. Um, I think that be prepared to enter into this program, expecting to leave with 50 to 100 new friends, because the minute that you meet them, they are your friends. I mean, you yes. can consider them to be praying for you regularly, mm -hmm. be having you in their oh, thoughts. Oh, I've already been asked for dinner for next weekend. Oh, totally. You're going to be booked I'm like, should I bring, Farrell. is it just for me and David? And they're like, no, 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 bring, bring all the kids. <laughs> and you will. Yeah. And you'll just want to make, make the most of those connections because they want to give as much as you want to give. So no holds barred, I would say. Yes. So people need help, please, as much as you can help. So Kitty John will. Yeah. They do. She's our point person. Yes. Yeah. I don't mind being this, this person um, because Weiss has to go on with his life. Mm -hmm. Weiss needs to get a job and, and right. work for well, his Weiss family. Weiss got a job, right? He does, he does have a job, job which yes. is amazing. It is amazing. I'm so happy Long to time excited coming. and go giant out yeah. to work. So well, I, I first want to just. support my family. Yeah, yeah. and support your family. and Yes. yes. Get a work good grounding a under your feet. Me, you know. Yeah, you'll be great at whatever you do, but we're yes. going to miss him because yes. we depend on him. For no, no, no. The only things that Afghans is when you become a friend, they never leave you alone. Uh, they will call you, they will chat on you, you know. In a month at oh, least. Oh, my WhatsApp yeah. app is blowing yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. I know. Yeah, yeah, I love I'm, it. Every it single person, I'm constantly getting stuff on my WhatsApp app. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I want to say, one, I'm just so grateful for our American government willingness to recognize the bravery and, and who you are and, and say, open our doors and say, you know, please come and thank, thank you, you so much. much. for. We're already here when... We love support. Oh, yeah. you've done. Yeah. And, and also, I just want to say thank you all for being so heroic and also being so full of hope. Every single person I met feels like the world is ahead of them. And um, so we're here just to be your Samaritan to, yeah. to help you um, find your way. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Seriously, you, and Kate, thank thanks you. for having us. Yeah, it's been but, nice to talk. And so to you. we'll have information on the website of ways to start connecting and meeting families, and also um, the continuous need of household items, baby supplies, yep. formula. Um, yeah, any expertise that people have that they're oh, willing tutoring, to donate. English tutors, English helping teachers, with jobs, drivers, lawyers, drivers, drivers practice, drivers practice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they oh, really yes. want to get that. Learning to drive, getting driver's license. Yeah. Yeah, I totally. think that um, also if you're willing to be an Uber driver, that would be amazing yeah. and, and yes. drive people to the grocery store, drive people to job interviews, drive people to get their driver's license, which yes. would be amazing. Yeah, they need um, all the help that there you There are so many ways that you can plug in. Yeah. Um, so anyway, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.